What's up, everybody? This is Sean Mangoli, and you're listening to the Hopeland Church Podcast. My prayer is that you encounter God as a result of listening to this sermon today. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. I am really glad to be with you this morning. Um, I'm excited about what God's put on my heart for today. Um, I just want you to turn in your Bibles. We're going to jump right in to Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25. I am going old school today. I have my notebook. (laughs) I have a pen. Um, I like to write things down. Uh, And this time I didn't get a chance to put it on the computer, but I always start with writing down my notes. So um, it's going to be from my book today. But Matthew 25, I'm going to pray to open this up this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you, God, for this community. I thank you, Lord, for the word that you placed in my spirit for this moment. I pray, Lord, that I do well with what you've put inside of me. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that as the words come out, I pray that you breathe on them. I pray that you minister in the way that only you can. And I pray, God, that people will be drawn to Jesus as a result of this word today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So we're going to jump in. Um, When we thought about the start of this year uh, and how we wanted to um, get this year started, we really felt like the Holy Spirit gave us a very specific prayer focus for this year. Readiness, availability, and sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. And as I prepared for this weekend, um, I really felt the heart of God for people. Um, I really felt um, the heart of God for people's spiritual condition. And um, this is where this word comes from. Jesus is coming back and he's coming back soon. You can look at everything that's happening in this world and you can see that we're living in a world that is desperate. Um, to know who he is, desperate to know the real Jesus and that he's died for them and he's risen again and he's alive today. And um, my heart today is that as we begin 2024, um, that we begin with a sense of readiness, available to do the will of God and that we're sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit So this is where it all came from. This is where it all began. And um, we're going to dive into Matthew chapter 25, verse 1. Um, This is the parable of the wise and foolish virgins. Um, Verse 1, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And my first point, and it's really loosely, um, it's not really a point, it's just kind of a word that kind of encompasses this next section, is just position. And position can speak of how you position yourself before the Lord and how we're positioned in this world. And one of the things I really want to highlight is that when you're walking with God, when you're, when you're 
in relationship with the Lord, when you're doing the will of God, when you're living the will of God, that, that, um, there is always grace wherever you've been positioned. When you properly position yourself before God, when we sit here and we say, God, whatever you want me to do, wherever you want me to be, I want to glorify and honor you and lift up the name of Jesus. There is grace. There is always grace. And I think we live in a world where we're always wanting something that's different than where we are. We're always wanting something that's different than what we have. And God is like, I put you here. I've given you this. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to take where you've been positioned in this world? First of all, you're going to position yourself before the Lord in humility and really um, receive and also live out what he's called you to in this season. And are you going to take where he's placed you and make the most of it? This passage of scripture, speaking of the, the, the foolish virgins, the 10 wise and foolish virgins, um, wise and foolish virgins. But if you keep reading in this passage, we're going to read down, but even beyond this parable, um, it jumps into the parable of um, the talents and how each one of us is given something. And when Jesus comes back, <laughs> we are all going to be held account. We're all going to be held accountable for what we've been given and what we did with it. And it's so key in this time to be properly positioned before the Lord and to be to find our um, pocket in where he's positioned us. And that could be anywhere. That's work, that's school, that's family, that's relationships. It doesn't matter where you are. When you're walking with God, and that is in submission to him, in obedience to his will, Consider every place you are, every place you've been, been positioned, an opportunity to lift up the name of Jesus, an opportunity for God to be glorified through you, an opportunity for God to be glorified in you. And I think when we think about it that way, when we think about our state of life, where we are, what we're doing, it's so important to remember, regardless of, wh if, of whether this is where I want to be at this moment in time. I trust that when I'm walking with the Lord and doing his will, I will find his grace and favor where he's positioned me. And even if it's something I don't feel like I want to do, but I know that God has put me here for a reason and for a season, I know that I can flourish here. It's amazing. Um, we serve a God, we, and there's passages of scripture that speak about this. We serve a God who can um, cause us to flourish even in the desert. And we don't ever want to diminish God's ability to cause us to flourish in areas that we don't feel like we want to be in. It's not always about what we feel like. It's about where God wants us. And it's understanding that I've been positioned here for a reason and maybe for a season. And while I'm in this season, in this position, I am going to do everything that God has called me to do in this moment. These virgins were on their way somewhere. They were all on their way to meet the bridegroom. They all had their lamps. They were all on the same path. They were all waiting in the same place. They were all properly positioned. But the Bible says that there were five wise and five foolish. What's the distinction? Five of them had extra oil and the other five didn't. 
five were prepared and five were unprepared. They were all in the same place, waiting on the same person, <laughs> waiting, positioned to meet him, but only five were ready and five weren't. Let's continue reading. So we're in Matthew chapter 25. We're going to continue reading at verse six. And at midnight, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, no, lest there should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. So listen, we just talked about... <laughs> The Bible makes a very clear distinction about why the five virgins were foolish. And they were foolish because they didn't have extra oil. And now we're into this part where five came prepared and five were unprepared. The second word that, that really encompasses the second part of this is preparedness. Preparedness. Being in the right place with the right people doesn't mean that you're ready doesn't mean, and when I speak of readiness and preparedness, um, I speak of um, being ready for, one, Jesus coming back, and even two, for the season that God is taking you into. And they were not ready. All of these things, like you can serve in church, you can go to church, you can even be gifted, the most gifted person in the room. It doesn't matter if you're not ready. All of these things that we can do for the Lord when he shows up and he's like, are, are you ready? Do you have enough oil in your lamp? Are you ready for what I have next for you? Or have you used up all your oil in the waiting? Listen to me so carefully, church. In the waiting, it's the time for us to really push and to press into the presence of God. There is really, very rarely, do you see in scripture, in everybody's story where, where God um, anoints someone for something, for some specific purpose, there is always a period of time. And what's so cool about scripture is that there's always a mention of the time that has passed. So when you think about Moses, um, how he grew up in Egypt, ended up in, in the desert and had to come back to save the people. He was like 90 something years old by the time he got back to Egypt. You think about um, David, he was anointed when he was young and didn't become king until much later. Think about the timing in the waiting. What are you doing? All of these things that you're doing, serving is not preparedness. Do we want you to serve in church? Yes. Does it contribute to being prepared for what God has for you? Perhaps, because sometimes it's a matter of obedience. And what is so sad about this is that they thought they were ready. They thought they had everything they needed, but when the time came, they didn't. Think about that. Think about that. You're in the right place with the right people, but the time comes and you're not ready. Bridegroom, it says, and at midnight, 
a cry was heard. I don't know what it is about the midnight hour <laughs> and God just stepping in and doing something amazing, miraculous, showing up the way he does. I don't know what it is about that hour, but midnight is the middle of the night. Most people are sleeping. Well, at this age with children, we are sleeping at that time. I don't know what everybody else is doing at midnight, but for us, um, that's the time we're in bed. That's when the bridegroom showed up. The cry was heard and it says they arose and trimmed their lamps and the foolish said, give us some of that. And the wise were like, no, you're going to have to go get your own because we might not have enough for us and for you. Don't get caught unprepared. Don't get caught not being ready and not being ready. Like I said, is ready for his return and ready for the next season. Take the times of rest and quiet and really pour into your spirit. Get in the presence of God. Get around people that will encourage, challenge, and push you. Get out of the boat. Take steps of faith that you never thought you would take because the time will come where you're going to have to pull on something that's already inside of you. But if your spirit is dry when the moment is now, what are you going to do? And I'm not saying that God is not gracious and merciful, but when we're talking about timing, the timing of the Lord, we do not always know when God is going to have, there's going to be a suddenly, where there's going to be an unexpected thing, where there's going to be something that happens that we need to be ready for. And if your spirit isn't ready for the next season, you will not last and you will not make it. But God in his goodness and his graciousness, in his mercy and loving kindness, gives us room. Like they were waiting. So there was a period of waiting. It says in the waiting, it says the bridegroom was delayed and they all slumbered and slept. There is no guarantee that God is going to arrive and do what he needs to do when you want him, how you want him to do it in your timing. We live when you're walking with the Lord. We trust his timing in all things. And I really in my spirit feel so strongly about this that let's not waste the times of waiting. Let's not think that this is just a time where I get to do whatever I want, however I want, and the Lord kind of fits into the way I want to do things. No, the priority is Jesus and it's always Jesus. Everything else in my life has to fit into my obedience to Jesus. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Are you taking these seasons of, of waiting in the delay of the, the, the promise? Are you taking this moment? Are you trusting God? Are you sitting there waiting for him to come? And it says that they all slumbered. They all slept. There are times in the, in the delay, in the waiting that we get tired, we get weary. But even in those seasons, when we like to call them desert seasons or wilderness seasons, there's always a way to be sustained in the presence of God. I refuse to wither away in the wilderness. I refuse to become parched in the wilderness. I am going to sit myself down and say, God, I'm tired but I know that you can sustain me in the waiting. 
I know that I can be, be refreshed in the delay. So when it's time, I'm ready. When it's time, when he says go, when an opportunity presents itself, I'm ready. I have the tools I need. My spirit is alive and present for the moment. And I'm ready. Are you ready? Are you prepared for what God has for you next? Don't be caught unprepared. Because you don't want to be go, you don't want to be out looking for oil when the bridegroom arrives. You want to have it there ready. What's next, God? Let's go. Let's continue with Matthew 25, 9 through 13. I've read some of this already, but let's read it again. But the wise answered. So right before that, um, the foolish said to the wise, verse 8, give us some of your oil for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered saying, no, lest there should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also saying, Lord, Lord, open, open the door to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. The last part of this is really, the word is wisdom. And it's twofold. It's twofold. One, it's having the wisdom to know when to do and when not to do. Those ten virgins, five of the the five wise ones, had a choice to share their oil and possibly not have enough for themselves, um, or to not share it. And they chose not to. And I think what's so important about this is um, we need the wisdom of God in every situation. And one of the things about this passage of scripture is um, I wonder and this is just me as I read scripture and just thinking about because God is so good. And if we're walking with the Lord and we're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, I wonder if those five foolish virgins were actually prompted by the Holy Spirit to bring the extra oil, but they thought, ah, uh, no, we'll be fine. Ah, uh, no, we'll be good. I wonder what if the Holy Spirit tried to tell them, listen, take extra oil because you never know. And the reason I wonder is because five of them did and five didn't. And it says the five who did were wise. So in their wisdom, what was the distinction between, between wise and foolish? It was that five had the oil, extra oil, and five didn't. So the five who didn't, were they hearing the Holy Spirit? They were there with the five wise ones. They were all in the same place all waiting for the same bridegroom, but only five of them had the extra oil. And the distinction was that five were wise and five were foolish, and it was because of the extra oil. And I sat there and I thought, God, 
Did they just not listen to the prompting of the Holy Spirit? I don't know. We don't know. Scripture doesn't say that. That's just me reading scripture and, and just thinking about um, of the times I've heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. Did I listen? One of our prayer focuses is sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. Did I listen to the Holy Spirit? Am I listening to the Holy Spirit? Do I have the wisdom of God for every situation? Do I know when to say no? Because there are some things that people have to do for themselves. You cannot be all, all things and have everything for everyone. And the Bible talks about giving. Like This isn't contrary to what the word says. It's just using wisdom in the timing of the Lord. And I, I, my heart here, my, my, my prayer is that as children of God, as we walk with the Lord, for the sake, sometimes for the sake of staying ready, you have to say no. And I know for some people that is so hard. <laughs> for the sake of being ready for what God has for you, for the sake of being ready for Jesus coming back, there are some things that you have to say no to. Everyone is responsible. We will all be held accountable for what we do and don't do, for what we say and don't say. Listen, we all have to stand before the Lord one day. And as I read this passage of scripture, it makes me think, God, could they have been wise too? And did they miss an opportunity to step into the wisdom and be led by the Holy Spirit in something that was so vital? to their lives. So my heart for you today is that you have the wisdom of God in every situation, for every situation, and not just situations, but with respect to people. Do you have the wisdom of God? Are you being led by the Spirit of God? Are you sensitive to the Holy Spirit? And my prayer for you and for me is, God, please don't let me miss the voice of the Holy Spirit in this time that is so vital, where timing and preparedness and readiness and availability is so important to what God is doing in this season and in this time. And I think as we position ourselves before the Lord, position, as we ready ourselves before the Lord, we hear the voice of God. We know the will of God and his heart. We're led by this. This is what it means to be led by the spirit of God. When I sit in the presence of God and my heart's desire is to know him. God reveals his heart to us. You guys know this. I say this scripture all the time. The Bible says that when we seek him and seek him with all of our heart, that we will find him. When we pray to him, that he will hear us. He will answer us. Listen, God is not here hiding from us. He's ready and waiting to give us everything that we need for this life. So my, my, my heart for you is that you have the wisdom of God. 
in this season, that you don't miss the opportunity to hear the voice of God and be led by the Holy Spirit. My heart for you is that the timing of God is perfect. And as you obey him, you find his heart, his will, his favor, and his grace in the season that he has you in, that you're prepared for what is next, that you're prepared for his coming, that you don't mix things up in life, that there's no mixture in your life, that you're living a life of of holiness before the Lord. That is my heart for you. So I, my prayer as we continue in this year, as we continue in this, this series, are you ready? Let's pray together for readiness, that we're available for availability, that we're sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So I'm just going to close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this community. I thank you, God, for the word of God that is alive inside of us. And I pray that all of us as your children, that we're led by your spirit in the season, that we don't get lazy and weary in the times that we should be sitting in your presence and hearing your heart. I pray God that this next season that we're in, that we receive everything that you have for us, that we're ready, prepared, available, for what it is you want to do in us and through us. So Jesus is magnified and glorified in every area of our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I love you, church. God bless you. Have an awesome week, and I'll see you next Sunday. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. In my prayer, is that you go out there and you change your world through the power of Jesus Christ. If you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our weekend gatherings and follow us on social media and check out our website at hopelandla.com. Peace.